Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Seven Shifts Restaurant Growth Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and today on the show, I had the pleasure of speaking with Kelly McCutcheon. Kelly is the VP of People for Hop Dottie Burger Bar, which has 32 locations across the southwestern U.S. Uh, we were first introduced when I was doing some research for a blog post on Seven Shifts about ex- uh, succeeding as a restaurant employee. Um, and what that takes um, and we got into a little bit of a conversation about establishing core values at your restaurant and i just thought to myself that that would make such a great episode of the show uh, so i asked kelly if she would come on and today here we are um, we had a great conversation goes into how they establish their core values at hop Dotty, um, and how it kind of influences the decisions they make and everything from hiring um, across the board to promotions and even how it influenced their decisions early on in the pandemic when they had to close some stores Um, I hope you guys come away with it with some awesome ideas. I know I did. um, And establishing core values at your restaurant. And without further ado, here is that conversation. Hey, Kelly, how's it going? It's going great. How's it going, DJ? It's going really well. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. It's my pleasure. I'm really excited to have this conversation. Absolutely. Me too. Um, Kelly, before we begin, um, if you would just kind of give our audience a little background on what you do in your career. Yeah, absolutely. So right now I'm VP of people for Hop Dottie Burger Bar. We're an Austin based, uh, well, our name means burger and beer, but we kind of joke that we're a truffle fry and margarita place. Nice. Uh, we have 32 locations in five states. And um, prior to my almost eight years here, I worked for a decade at PF Chang's. Um, and cool. that's, that kind of takes you through my resume a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the main reason I wanted to have you on the show today, we were talking, we're introduced actually by Frank Palmieri over at Fuku, um, who's in a similar role to yours. Um, and we were just chatting a little bit about, um, you know, what it makes, what it takes to succeed as an employee in the restaurant business, um, you know, which I included in a recent blog post on the site. But, you know, you also gave me some great stuff about establishing core values and how you did that at HopDotty. So I really wanted to just kind of get, um, you know, your perspective on that. How did that come about, um, you know, and how did, how did you go about with your team sitting down and establishing what your core values are as a company? Because with so many locations, I feel like you have to have something driving that. Um, and it's important to put that down um, on paper and put it out in the world. Yeah. So our, our core values, and I think core values in general are really that guiding light. You need that vision for um, everybody to, to kind of Uh, lead the way. And um, I'll tell you two things about our core values before I dive into how we got them. One, it was facilitator led. And uh, two, if you're interested in this, I strongly recommend you pick up the book Traction uh, by Gina Wickman. It really outlines almost to the T what we did, Um, but you don't necessarily need either of those things. You can do this on your own. It's it's really um, accessible. So the first thing we did was get our you know, our key stakeholders in a room together. And there were about eight of us at the time. And uh, we were each challenged to list three team members. And those team members had to be difference makers. Um, The ones that, you know, if we could only build our team of these three people, who would it be? Uh, And we each wrote that down kind of in secret, right? And, uh, And then we shared that list of three. And the first thing we realized is how much overlap there was. So at this time, we we already had 20 plus locations when we were crafting these core values. So we have a lot of team members um, to choose from. And and we did choose everyone from hourly team members, managers, uh, regionals, and and beyond. Um, 
so we had a lot of commonality and then we just started a, a conversation about, um, okay, now what is it about the three that you chose that makes them difference makers? What makes them stand out and what is it, you know, what is that characteristic that you want to see in others? And so from that, as you can imagine, we came up with, oh gosh, it must've been a list of about 50, 60 different characteristics. Um, And uh, you started to notice the similarities. So one thing our our facilitator did that I thought was really cool is they didn't write the um, each characteristic in, you know, in a list as we named things, they started grouping them together and I saw what they were doing. And you could do that in one step or or two, right? You list everything and then you go, okay, well, goodness, caring and like given a bleep, those are kind of the same things, right? Or, um, and we started grouping them together and, and, um, initially had, I think around five different categories. And then you have to do the really tough thing. And that's, you have to say, what doesn't, what doesn't fit. And you start crossing things out and make those tough decisions. Um, and you kind of come up with things that you're like, okay, this feels right, but maybe it doesn't sound right. You know, and you have to be okay yeah. with that. Um, and so uh, from that, you let it marinate, you let it sit, and then you return to it um, and start to wordsmith it. And, and ultimately, that's how we came up with our four core values, which are be open-minded, have mm-hmm. the hunger, raise the burger bar, and do right. Um, and I'll tell you just a couple of things about those. Uh, first of all, less is yeah. more right? If you can really narrow down to between three and seven things that, that make your company unique, um, the better. And then the second thing is you'll notice they're action oriented. They don't have to be, but that was really important to us to, to give yeah. us direction. Um, it's not just about who we are, but what we do. Um, so I'll part, pause there. That's kind of a, uh, <laughs> front loading, a lot of information, yeah. but, uh, that's, that's what we did. And it was an amazing, um, and incredible experience. Absolutely. Um, were there any that didn't make the cut, you know, like you had to like argue over them or like, I really want this to be one, but you know, maybe some other stakeholders weren't as keen on it, or you found out that maybe it was something that you wished was true, but you but didn't accurately really represent the company. Sure. Well, I think that, um, the answer to both of your questions is yes. Uh, but I'll start with the, the second one, the things that we wished were true. I mean, the good thing about starting with actual people in your company is you aren't necessarily starting from a place of aspiration, except that you, you aspire to be more like, you know, the people that you're identifying as your best. Um, but I think in terms of, um, things that, that didn't make the cut. uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, we had to, um, the first question you have to ask yourself, is this really a difference maker, right? Everybody, um, for example, we, we went around a lot. Everybody has a core value around integrity, right? And so we really had to identify that do right wasn't just on the list to check the box that we could think back to times where, where we had used that specific definition we were giving um, around that core value to, uh, to use as that guiding light, um, that we've used that to make decisions about who we hire and, and um you know, I'll, I'll give you one quick example. It's kind of after the fact, not necessarily in that room. Yeah. But uh, when we were in the midst of the, well, the pandemic had just hit. Sorry, this podcast isn't going to come up without <laughs> the pandemic. No, we were talking up. about that for um, a long time. <laughs> but 
you know, when we were sitting in a room trying to figure out what, what to do with all of our restaurants that had um, closed, fortunately, temporarily, um, you know, with our team members, we really talked about do right and the decision to, to furlough people and allow them to keep their benefits and, um, you know, help with those premiums and things like that, because we felt like, even though that was, um, you know, a weight for us to, to continue to carry, it was really important that we had that, that tethered to invite, invite the team members back as soon as possible. Yeah. So do right was at the forefront of a lot of those really tough COVID decisions that we had to make. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to kind of walk the walk, if you will, you know, you say we're hired for these kind of people, but we also have to act that way when it comes, when push comes to shove, we have to live those values as well in, in choosing and making those hard decisions. I love that. It comes up every day. <laughs> we talk yeah. about, there's not a day that goes by that I don't say one of our core values, at least. Yeah, um, that's, that's, um, that's kind of what my next question was. How, how do they influence kind of the day to day and how are they represented? I suppose, um, you know, maybe we'll start with like the hiring process. Are they in your job description? Yeah. So um, they are not necessarily spelled out in the job description, and um, but there are hints at them, and I'll tell you why. Because um, people read your job description, and and you know we don't yeah. necessarily we want to look for that authenticity, right? So you don't necessarily want somebody to go into the interview. You know, you you know when somebody's read your website and they're yeah. uh, they're gonna you know I would do it. I think it's smart, but at the same time, right. those are kind of like. Um, uh, the things that we protect that we look for that are on the inside. And so what we do do is uh, our interview guide is comprised of a a couple of initial questions, you know, but there are eight questions. There's two questions about uh, be open-minded. There's two questions about have the hunger. There's two questions about do right. And there's two questions about raise the burger bar. And everybody goes through two interviews in the first interview, ask the first question. And the second interview asks the second question. So we're really, scanning for, um, does this person have that kind of, um, that fit and that ad that we're looking for? Yeah. And naturally without like having, like you mentioned, read the job description. Okay. I'm going to like, you know, come up with my best uh, spiel here to to fit this because I really want this. Um, I guess looking for it inherently and and making sure they're not cheating on the test, if you will. (laughs) It's, it's been incredible since implementing that, um, how, uh, you know, I was just having a conversation yesterday about it, uh, about an interview and really they give you the answer. That's what's great. When, when you're faced with tough decisions, like who do we add to our team and you have right. something like core values, you know, the answer already. You ask yourself, does this person have the hunger? Um, and what's awesome about that. I like to say that, you know, um, I, I think hiring for cultural fit uh, is getting a, a bit of a bad rap right now. And for a good reason, right? We're, we're yeah. um, a, a lot of companies, Hopdot included, really focused on um, diversity and inclusion. And to me, core values are the inclusion of diversity and inclusion. They're those things that everybody should have in common when yeah. everything else can be different. Um, and everything else really should. You want that diversity of thought, but everybody should have hunger, right? At, at, at yeah. Um, Everyone should be open-minded. We're a company that changes uh, a, a lot of things a lot of the time because we're always looking for what's better. And that kind of links to raising the burger bar, being our own best example. And, um, so anyway, that those are the things I think that are the, the table stakes. And just to briefly go back to your other question, yep. that was a part of the 
core value conversations and the tough calls, a lot of the things we listed, we said, well, but, you know, why do we, why do we love this person? Well, they show up on time. Well, that's a table stake, right? But on time right. is not going to be a core value. Core value. So yeah. You have to kind of wade through some of those table stakes as well. Absolutely. You don't want it to be just kind of like, yeah, table stakes, like you said. Um, you know, if, if I guess if you're a restaurant, yeah, every restaurant, do you think every restaurant should have different core values? Absolutely. You know, um, uh, every concept really, I mean, there's going to be some overlap, right. But find your own right. words. You know, uh, yeah. I love Zappos core value of do more with less. I use that a lot in my personal life, but we're not going to adopt that and, and slap that onto hop Dottie and say, Oh, we do that too. Right. right? We have to find right. our own way. Yeah. I mean, that's a shoe company. So it's like a shoe retailer. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, you know, of course you can be inspired, but I think, um, just straight lifting them is, is it, you're probably going to wind up finding that it doesn't in the end fit what you wanted anyway. That's right. It's not yeah. genuinely authentically ours. Absolutely. Yeah, let me see. Here. Um, I guess, you know, my other question is this is a pretty recent, relatively recent thing that you guys did. Um, do you foresee them ever changing as the business changes? Do you feel that they're going to be a static driver for you for a long time? Um, or is this something that you're open to shifting and being like, well, you know, we don't value this as much anymore, so we're not going to add it to our core values, but we do right now, you know, maybe we're in a growth stage um, and we value X. Do you foresee those changing ever? That's a great question. And it's interesting because we're, we're almost an 11 year brand. You know, we were, um, gosh, about five or six, I think when we came up with our our core values. So it's, it's been a couple of years. Um, but I think there is a difference between culture and, and climate and, um, your culture is your why it it really, I'm not saying that it would never shift or change. Right. We, we evolve culturally all the time. Um, so you have to be open to that, but I, I think that they would be the the last things to go. You know, there's, climate can change. And, and because they're your why, your what can change, right? Um, yeah. You know, Simon Sinek has the TED talk on that very subject, but of course. Um, uh, I think that y- your core values should be that true north for you. And, and if you're constantly, you know, hiring, making decisions um, based on your core values, using them to, to guide you, you're kind of always moving closer towards them, not necessarily evolving further away. So I think on the, on the majority of my answer would be no, but you do have to be open to, you know, there's obviously times where, yes, you may need to go through that process again and see if it still holds true. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think kind of my last real question here, um, or actually, you know, I, I do have to actually, but the first one is, you know, other than, you know, the, the, the tough decisions to make those furloughs and um, you know, when the pandemic first hit, um, can you think of maybe another recent business decision, not necessarily hiring that you went to those core values to, to help make that decision? Hmm. Well, as someone who oversees people, I, I use them a lot for, of course, um, <clears throat> for hiring, but I would also say, um, you know, I'll give you two examples of how we put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. So sure. the first one is, it's not recent, but this is how we rolled them out, right? It's really important that once you have 
those core values that you allow them to marinate for a little bit, like incubate, let them sit. I would almost not touch them for a couple of weeks and then return to them and see how they, they feel because they're going to, to our previous question, they're going to last a very long time. So it's really yeah. important that you give them a couple of weeks <laughs> to age Absolutely. and see how you feel. Um, yeah. So once that happens though, then you have to go through the process of rolling it out to your team. Um, and uh, we have quarterly all hands calls with our entire team um, virtually, of course. Uh, and that's where we introduced these core values and um, we incorporated them in our training materials and we started training them and did train the trainers and things like that. Um, but we went around into town halls in our restaurants and um, each time our CEO, Jeff, uh, took a $20 bill out of his pocket. And he said, okay, who can name the four core values? You know, he really, he like literally put, yeah. it, put his money where his mouth is. So, um, but uh, fast forwarding right now, I know that this is kind of a hiring decision, but I think when they're integrated into every decision, it's kind of hard to come up with just a single of example. Yeah. But right now we have um, 47 of our managers were once team members for us. So that's about 50% wow. of our, of our team. Um, we have three GMs who've gone through our TM to GM program. And I can really attribute that to our core value of have the hunger, right? We right. look for people who want to grow. And when you're a growing company, um, it's, uh, it's helpful to draw people in who want to grow alongside you and help you establish that pipeline and, and be more and do more. And so um, that has really helped us identify very early on. We um, in the application, we say, are you interested in leadership and in wow. uh, our certification? So if someone goes through three days of training as a new team member in that certification, we say, um, what's next for you? They're three days into working at Hopdotty and we say, what's next for you? And a lot of people say, I want to be a trainer. You know, I love yeah. my training experience. I want to be a lead. I want to be a general manager. And so we're already putting them on the path because we've identified that hunger in themselves to learn more. Uh, so hopefully that's a, that's a good example for you. It's still kind of yeah, absolutely. hiring internally, but uh, it, it helps. It really helps. Once the hire is made. Yeah, absolutely. And just putting them on that path right from the beginning, not wait, you know, not, not waiting. And, and, you know, maybe they're thinking to themselves, man, I really want to be a trainer, but they're not, they're not saying it or it's not being recognized. And then, you know, some time goes by and like, I'm not getting what I want out of this, you know, and then they, they may wind up leaving. So. Um, yeah, that question that you, unasked, so to speak, right? We don't want to have that question unasked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess my last question is really, you know, if I'm a restaurant owner, you know, maybe I have just one restaurant and maybe I have a bunch of different concepts or multiple locations of a concept. Um, but I want to go down and I want to start doing this and come up with my core values. What's something you wish you knew going into the process that you know now that like maybe would have helped make it easier or made it, you know, faster even? Um, yeah, I, well, the first thing that comes to mind is um, the parable or the, the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 30 years ago, yeah. but the second best time is now. Um, I, you know, I, I truly wish, I think we would have come up with the same core values had we done the exercise. I, when I started with the company, we had three restaurants and yeah. um, I, I think we could have come up with the same um, core values then that we did several years later. Uh, so a lot of times people want to prioritize, you know, um, tackling issues or coming up with the metrics and so on. And, and I think that starting with those core values with which, you know, many of you may be thinking, 
well, the best time was 20 years ago. Okay. But the second best time is now, you know, so my, yeah, my kind of wish and advice is um, you can do it now. And um, I would just throw one other book out there, especially for those restaurateurs um, that are, are starting with that one restaurant or have that one, one restaurant. There's a great book, um, new book by Brant Menzoir called Black Sheep. Uh, and it's about cultivating your own personal values. And I think about, you know, if you're a restaurant tour with one restaurant, there's really going to be a similarity between your core values and the, the restaurants, right? It takes on the personality yeah. of the person who's in there every day. And so um, I strongly recommend picking up that book. It's amazing. Excellent. Well, um, I think that's all the time we have for today, but Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think this is going to be great for just a great resource for, for restaurant owners and, and managers to come up with core values for their own teams. Awesome. Well, it was my pleasure. I really appreciate you setting this up and y'all are welcome to connect with me on, on LinkedIn. If you have any other questions, I'm happy to pick up the conversation. Absolutely. And um, before we go, where can people find you and uh, Hopdotty as well? Yeah, just check out hopdotty.com um, cool. for our locations. We're in mostly in Texas, but we're in California, Arizona, Colorado, and Tennessee. So check Wonderful. us out, burger you've ever had. Uh, and you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Kelly McCutcheon. Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Seven Shifts Restaurant Management and Growth Podcast. For more great content, you can check out our blog at sevenshifts.com slash blog. You can also find us on every social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Seven Shifts. Thanks again.